BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're not letting this one go. Are Kim and Kanye really getting divorced? Everything we know about why their marriage is falling apart. You know what you're getting yourself into. Plus, how pissed would you be if your coworker said this? I did not miss you. Drew Barrymore and Willow Smith are sharing their dating nightmares. And who's saying Beyonce and Jay-Z are prepping for baby number four? Well said, thought out, very, yep, agreed. Gosh, welcome to Daily Pub. Let's get right into the story everyone is talking about this morning. Is Kim divorcing Kanye? Here's what we know, you guys. A source tells us they're trying to work through things in marriage counseling. Divorce has been discussed, but Kim really wants the relationship to work. We've been hearing they've been living separately for months. However, another source says Kim will always care for Kanye, but it's over between them. We're told Kim is hesitant to file for divorce because she wants to make sure she's making the right decision for their kids. E! News reached out to their reps for comment. It's a lot to dissect. I mean, what's your first thoughts when you heard this, Justin? Um, I feel like <laughs> this has been going on for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I feel like the writing has kind of been on the wall that these two are taking some time away from one another. Yeah. And this didn't come as a shock to me because... From what I know of the Kim and Kanye, they were inseparable for six years when it came to red carpets, when it came to family things. Once I started seeing Kanye pop up kind of sporadically throughout things and not showing up at Christmas and not being on the Aspen trip, I feel like I kind of sort of felt like these two were taking time apart. Yeah. And revealing that, you know, she had an abortion that was very telling that they were at a part where they definitely did no, not no, want... Didn't have. Didn't have. Didn't almost. Have, almost had. Sorry, you're right. Sorry, about North. I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. Yes, almost had an abortion. And, you know, I felt like it was just... Yeah, we could just foresee that there were problems. I just didn't know it gotten to this point. Is there any way you think that they could actually save this marriage? Do you think they even want to? 
No, I feel like I feel like this marriage at this point, I feel like they've been doing this limbo for a very, very long time. I think they have tried their hardest to make it work in every single capacity, try different versions of what marriage looks like. And I just think at this point, they love each other. They have respect for one another. They obviously have four children that they're very much devoted to. I think the romantic involvement between the two of them has just fizzled out. And I just think that Kim has really tried as hard as she possibly could, and as well as Kanye. And I don't think this is going to be one of those breakups that turns into this bitter mess and turns into this tabloid feud that everyone wants it to be. I think it's going to be, these are two people, they've had four kids, they've tried for six years to make it work. It doesn't work. They're still going to be in each other's lives in a creative way. They're always going to, you know, be there for one another and have an involvement. Mm -hmm. um, but I just, I don't, I don't foresee the two of them reconciling in a way that's like, you're my husband and you're my wife. I just don't see that for them. Hmm. You know, it's interesting because I was on your side and on that path earlier this morning. Oh no. But after looking at what has been going on in pop culture and in the world and how people and marriages are evolving, I feel like there are more people out there with modern marriages than we realize. And I think totally. for Kim and Kanye, I think when you take a separation and you take a moment away from one another, no one says a separation is a year or two years or three years. These people could be separated for a long time and figure that their marriage works this way and works best this way for their kids. So they might live separately, Calabasas, Wyoming, and say, actually, this is okay. Uh, but I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like they've been, been doing, doing that. Last year. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's, uh, it's, it's, but the other thing that I will say really quickly, I cannot see them with other people. That's the only thing for me that really? gets really diced. Like, I cannot see right. her just being like, this is like her hot football player or like her hot finance. Like, I just don't see the other person finding another person that is like them. That's the only thing for me that's weird. Oh, yeah. I think I if Kim it. moves on, I can see her with like... I don't know, some big financial guy, maybe a politician, someone in that oh. kind of realm. Yeah? No? I like that. Yeah, I get, well, she, I mean, she looks good with a paper bag, you know? I mean, she could put her next to my light, a light post right now. Like, you, she's not going to have a problem. I think Kanye's going to yeah. be single for a while, though. I don't yeah. think we're going to see it for a long time. I mean, don't forget, we waited for Maria Shriver and Arnold Schwarzenegger to get a divorce for seven plus years. So mm. these people aren't, this is not going to be an easy separation or divorce. There are assets, there are companies, yeah. there are billions of dollars. There's a $60 million house across from Chris's, $14 million in Wyoming. <laughs> this is going to take a while. So hold your horses on the lawyer or football player, honey. I just think when they got together, you know, I just, it's a little sad because they were so in love in the beginning, but I do feel like this has been a couple years in the making. I feel like we've seen it and it, but it's just, it's divorce always sucks, you know, and breaking up always yes. sucks, especially when there's poor children involved, you know, I just feel for them and hopefully they can make the best decision for themselves. Okay. This, you guys, this I had to read about and watch as soon as it came out. Megan McCain we know. returned to The View <laughs> this week from maternity leave, but not everyone was happy about it, and by that I mean Joy Behar. These two literally cannot stop fighting. Watch. I'm talking about, I'm talking okay, about somebody so much, asked, yeah. Joy. You Traitors. missed me so much when I was on maternity leave. You missed me so much. You missed fighting with me. Don't I did not. You miss fighting I did with not me. miss you. <laughs> okay, I, somebody oh let somebody answer <laughs> the question. Can I, can I weigh in? Or I'm moving on. I'd like to that's weigh like in. Yeah. So nasty. Ruby, can I, I weigh in? Okay, guys, guys, like, hold really? on.
I mean, this made me so happy that you guys are my friends. <laughs> I, just, I just felt so, just my anxiety went through the roof watching this. If I had to come to work every day, and literally think that at any moment one of you all could completely snap on me and just that would kill me. I just feel like these two women truly <laughs> hate each other, like with a deep, deep hatred. And I just don't know how they do it. I don't know how they show up every day and want to be at work whenever you just are walking into a battlefield. And I know they're getting paid a lot of money, but still, that's exhausting. I can snap on your ass sometimes. Okay, yeah. but you're not like that. <laughs> and, and, like, and if you do, it's like you're joking, and I I can walk away and be like, yeah. whatever. He was yeah. in a mood that day. Oh yeah, I'm totally joking. Totally, totally joking. Yeah. No. no, I think for Megan McCain, I will punch him right now. I think for Megan McCain, it truly is the best case scenario for her because she is. I'm gonna say it. She's kind of the black sheep on the one, on the panel. Well, yeah. She's Elizabeth Hasselbeck, and Megan McCain gets paid because everybody comes for her ass. But she, right, well, which is you good. like that life? I'm cool with that no, life. As long as I that direct deposit is going in on the 15 and the first girl, I am no, Gucci on this life. No, I think, I think Justin says that because we're not getting that kind of deposit, but I agree with you, Carissa. It's one of those <laughs> things that even if even if we all have our days, we all have our little quirks, we all gossip about one another every few weeks or whatever. But the reality is you we are a dysfunctional family. And even if you right. can't stand somebody, you're in this together. And this is a very special thing that we get to do every single day. So you want your sort of nest to be tight. I do another show. There's always going to be some sort of underlying tension. But for it to be actually nasty, I would not want to be in that environment every single day. That's a lot to, to live with. Yeah, but by the way, listen, let's go back to the beginnings of it all. Anybody named Joy, Hope, or Faith is always going to be the opposite of that, okay? <laughs> Any joy that I know brings no joy to my life. So that's first things first. The other thing you have to remember about this TV show is, yes, we here are a dysfunctional family, and we do love each other. But at the end of the day, it's a job. You don't have to like me. I'm here to do my job. I'm going to sit here, and my job is to not agree with you all the time. And sometimes right. that gets personal. And I think for her, Joy Behar was really like, I really actually did miss you. And guess what? But America did, so I'm here. Aw. Yeah, I mean, I, I just would not be able to handle that, I don't think. It's just... That's just a terrible, toxic environment to have to be around every single day. I'm yeah. here out of you. <laughs> I am here. Joy, come for my ass. Whatever. They would ABC, all love give me you. The cash. Joy would never come for you at all. You'd probably be her favorite. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right. Still ahead, you guys. Who's saying Gwen and Blake may not walk it down the aisle this year? Plus, the weekend's new music video sparks controversy. What's with the Selena lookalike? And what happened to his face? We're going to dig into all that next. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
that's not Selena Gomez and the weekend's new video Save Your Tears, but it sure looks like her and fans have freaked out. As soon as that video dropped last night, everyone's assuming the song is about Selena. I mean, you guys, seriously. Uh, is it okay that he casted someone to look just like her? I didn't Justin? feel like I watched the video. I watched the video last night and I did not for one second think of her. I actually thought of Bella more the whole time. And then I was like, I don't know why. I just, Selena did not come to me. Am I like 100 years old now? I didn't even but think of But now when it. you see it side by side. Yeah, but is she, and I don't mean, this is no shade towards Selena. I love Selena Gomez, but, and I know that they dated and it was like a substantial relationship for both of them, but isn't that kind of irrelevant at that point? It was a long time ago and it wasn't for that long. Yeah, like but he's since gotten back with Bella. Stuff. You know, men are always like, oh my God, we're over it, we're over it. And then all of a sudden they turn around and marry somebody who looks just like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it happens from time to time. <laughs> I think we have to remember sometimes that art takes a little bit of time to like really catch up with real life. And yeah, he yeah. might have been over that, but he had probably written the song a year before he came out. Mm -hmm. And now the video is finally coming out. And I think he's just expressing that. And I think it was a clear nod to Selena. I'm with you. I mean, the side by side wow. is just too much. You, but I, did you I, think I, about that before people said something? No. No, it exactly. took others to point it out. But now that they've pointed it out and I see the side-by-side, -side, I can't deny it. Um, fans also could not get over the fact that the weekend's face. Okay, so he's wearing, obviously, prosthetics. It's definitely a look. Do we like this crazy transformation? <laughs> love this? it. I don't even know why. I love it. You know why? This whole album was so amazing, and he uh -huh. kept a clear theme from start to end. He almost did this Lady Gaga art performance moment where we saw him with the bandages, the bandages got more bloody, the prosthetics yes. started coming up under the bandages, and this is the final reveal. I love the narrative behind this. And let's be real. The Weeknd talks about girls getting plastic surgery all the time. The man's obsessed with plastic surgery. Yeah, and it looks good. It looks cool. Does I mean, it look good? It works. Well, like, he it looks, looks like he's for, like, the theme. Yes, it just for some reason. But the thing, what I like about it is I don't know why I like it. I don't know why it makes sense to me, but I it know. really does. And I agree with you, Justin. The evolution was so strong. There was such a clear theme. It was so thought out, but in a way that still seemed effortless. He looks like an old ass singer in Vegas who got too much work done, but like we've loved him yeah. for so long that we accept him for what he looks like now, which is insane with all that. But it it works. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was really I well done. That analogy. That's exactly right. A Vegas you, singer who's gotten about way that. too you much. So Right, that's totally yeah. Barry. That's yeah, Neil Dunn. That's what it is. <laughs> that's it, that's it. But anyways, I'm here for it. I mean, I want him to go back to his normal face after this, but I'm here for it for the video. I, I love a little artist, artistic flair for a video. Okay, mm -hmm. today's pop of love kicks off with the former Bachelor, Peter Weber. So it turns out his split with Kelly Flanagan might have been influenced by his mother. You guys remember Barb. A source tells us Peter and Kelly had other issues, but his mom put a lot of pressure on them. Kelly felt she was overbearing and controlling. So she's the one, you guys remember, who had lots of opinions um, on the reunion, yeah, and girl. it was like the Barb, the face. Uh, here's a little reminder in case you forgot. <laughs> Barb, how do we turn the page and, and give this a shot together? Chris, he's going to have to fail to succeed. That's it. Um, Chris, all his friends, all his friends, all his family, everyone that knows him knows that it's not going to work. So we've been trying to help him. Would we want it to work? Yes. 
Girl, we I... saw, by the way, you saw the preview to that movie. <laughs> we know the plot. We know who the murderer <laughs> is. We know what happens when you go into the house because it's called Slaughterhouse. Why the hell would you walk into that relationship anyway? Whoa. Barb has 30 plus years of on the job training <laughs> on manipulating her husband. You are fresh onto the job. Who's going to get the promotion? What do you do, though, if you really like a guy and they have a very controlling mother? How do you how do you navigate that, Morgan? I think I think it's I think it's one of those things. I mean, it's always very first of all, mothers and sons are a very different bond than mothers and daughters. I feel like yes. mothers and sons is like they're thickest thieves. It's the boy that they've always wanted that loves them unconditionally. It like deals with all of their trauma from childhood. It's a different type of relationship. So I think that you, if you f really feel like you found a match within somebody, then you kind of have to start to communicate with your partner about like the boundaries and things like that. Like it's something you have to do together and you always have to make the son the buffer. Like, you can never step out unless, you know, you get married, you have a child, and she's still trying to intervene. At that point, you can put your foot down. But in the dating pool area of your relationship, the boyfriend needs to say, Mom, I love you. You need to back off. Like, I'm not sleeping yeah. with you. I want to have a relationship. You got to chill a little bit. I, I know. I, I hate to... I don't like that the blame's going on the mom. Really, Peter, you need to have a sit down with Barb, you know, like if she's really got into several of your relationships at this point, then it's time for you to sit down and be like, mom, I'm the man. I'm a man. I can make my own decisions and I need you to just back off a little bit. I also think Peter yeah. used this as an excuse on why he wanted out of the relationship. I mean, there were reports from E! Online, because, you know, we're accredited and we do our diligence, <laughs> that he wasn't ready to settle down with this woman after eight months of being so together. Like, Barb, mom, yeah. get yes. in there. Yes. <laughs> Will you just get me out of this one? And you go to your mom's house and you talk about how this person is not the so one funny. and this person is not, you know, compelling you to settle down. And then Barb gets in there. I just think that Peter you know, got a little taste of this limelight and has been having a lot of DMs and probably got a lot of great attention from this that he's not ready to settle down with one girl. Mm. And he's realizing that this guy's also in the pandemic. Like, yeah. he don't want to be True. stuck in a house with somebody he just met on the TV show. <laughs> All I right. barely want to be in the house with my plants. <laughs> okay, well, what about this one? Okay, so would you stand up Drew Barrymore on a date? <gasps> Some guy actually did that on a dating app. Apparently, uh, she talked all about this on her show with comedian Nikki Glaser. Look. I went on an app, I think you've been on this app too, where every yeah. guy was a surfer, a photographer, had a dog, and like definitely their best friend's kid. And I was like, wow, this is like a cookie cutter. Like it's like the same thing over and over and over. And then I booked a date with one guy, like a fi finally, and then he stood me up at the exact time we were supposed to meet. And I was like, can't you be a jerk like an hour before? That would have been such a time saver. Has that ever happened to you guys? All the time. Unfortunately, no. all the time. People- You make the date, the time, the location, you show up and they're not there? No, no, they call you while you're on your way to the date and say, oh my God, I can't make it, something came up. But this happens all the time. We live in a very self-centered world where people only think about themselves. So this is no surprise to me. Mm. I, however, on the other hand, if I'm going to stand somebody up, I'm going to give you a four-hour warning. And I always blame me. 
They think you guys run a sweatshop here because I always say I have to work. And like, I meant working 95,000 <laughs> hours a week because I use that excuse so much. I have an interview. It's a Saturday at midnight. I don't know why, yes. but it's <laughs> just got booked. Got to yes. do it. J-Lo, yes. <laughs> you know, when J-Lo calls. Um, you know, I think that sucks. I think if that happened to me, I would definitely have to get not ever talk to them ever again. I would say like, okay, no problem, but... Bye. Unless it was like, I mean, what if the excuse is if the excuse is really good, and then they call to reschedule and like make good about that mm -mm. and make the date even better? No, you're done. Done. Morg, mm. maybe maybe he stood her up because he didn't think it was really going to be her. Then stand her up five hours before. Like, don't let me blow my hair out. And then tell me that we're not going out on a date. And the other thing is, I don't, no, no, I'm not going back for another try. If you can't respect something as simple as time for mm. me, it's the simplest thing. It's all yeah. about respecting people's time. For me, that's my biggest pet peeve. Don't ever run late more than once in my life Ooh. because I will be, I will never forget it. I will never forget it. Okay. All right, everybody Except knows if you're that. EJ Johnson. Then you're late on the <laughs> Then do your thing. Okay, coming up, you guys, the hot new rumor about Bridgerton. Oh, my gosh, we're all so obsessed with this show. Plus, did Kristen Cavallari just shade her ex? Her surprising new confession next. Oh, my God. The VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Daily Pop time for the Hollywood Minute. You got 60 seconds. We've got you, your Hollywood headlines. Let's start the clock and get right to it. We are sending our thoughts to Dr. Dre, who is in the hospital after suffering a brain aneurysm. Dre posted to Instagram last night saying he's doing great and thanking medical staff. Now, at the same time, would-be thieves allegedly tried to break into his house after hearing he went into the hospital. Thankfully, they were caught and arrested. Congrats. Go to Taylor Swift, who is celebrating a number one. Taylor's album, Folklore, is at the top of Rolling Stone's year-end top 200 albums chart. Folklore spent several weeks topping the charts in 2020 and sold 2.3 million units. Okay, you know who else had a good 2020? Ms. Kristen Cavallari. It was her birthday yesterday, and she posted this picture captioning that 33 was crazy, but one of her best years yet, and she's hoping for more at 34. Happy birthday, Kristen. All right, made it in plenty of time. You guys know what else is thriving right now? Bridgerton on Netflix. I'm completely obsessed. If you haven't seen it yet, think Downton Abbey meets Gossip Girl with a touch of Fifty Shades. Searching for love has never looked so sexy. Let's start with the eye candy. The women are gorgeous. But Bridgerton is also full of hot guy after hot guy, and oh yeah, hot guy. But you are not a real suitor, are you? Fans are especially wild for reggae Jean Page, who plays the Duke who captures Daphne Bridgerton's heart. The Duke truly has put your head in a spin. 
makes it awful that I'm enjoying it. Next, let's talk about the 19th century vibe. The costumes are stunning and a little scary. Tighter! Easy to breathe, Mama! The sets are bold and breathtaking, and we love all those diamonds. Another thing we love, the sexy soundtrack. While it may sound like regular old classical music, listen closely and you'll realize you're hearing Sean Mendez's In My Blood. And even Taylor Swift's Wildest Dreams. The sex scenes are extreme. We cannot even show them without a lot of blurring. Now, this show, I had to binge it. You did too, Justin. Girl, I went through this thing like hotcakes, okay? <laughs> I got stuck on it. I got stuck on it. Me too. The thing with Bridgerton is, and I'm going to warn everybody out there, if you have not seen it, I will not ruin it for you. But episodes one through four are Gucci. They're bomb. Four, five, and six, they're great building. It gets a little slow around seven, eight, nine because they're building up the story. But if you stick with it, I promise you, you will not be upset. After they get married, the sex scenes, yeah. you guys, you guys. I know. It's crazy. I know. It's like, it, it, it takes you back to good old days. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, pre-children, you're like, oh, that was fun. I remember that phase. Okay, so anyways, I'm obsessed with this. You can tell that Shonda wrote this because, or was part of it, because here's the thing. This is why Grey's Anatomy was such a huge success. This is why Scandal was such a huge success, because you care about multiple characters. Like, there's, it's so hard, I feel like, for a show to have this big of a cast and you actually care about all their storylines. Yes, yes. But Shonda can do that. Like, I, I, yes, there are the main stars of the show, but there's all these other stories that are going on at the same time and you care equally about them. That's why it's just so good, you have to watch it. Okay, without giving away too much, I have a question now here, Morgan, because I know you're not as big a fan of the show as we are. Um, I tried. The question is, I tried. would you marry a duke if it meant you couldn't have children or would you marry the prince, which meant you'd have everything you ever wanted but there would be no love? You can't, why do I get this question? This is the hardest question for me. Uh, I would marry the, I would marry the Duke. Because ultimately everything you want be, doesn't, isn't everything you want. Because you definitely want that connection if you're going to be with somebody. Aww. So I would marry the Duke. I would marry the All Duke. Right. Yeah. What about you? Bitch, I'd marry the Prince. <laughs> I would have that big ass house. I'd have all my kids to keep me occupied. Love isn't everything. And you know what? And that time, you could probably have your love on the side. By the way... <laughs> okay, but, well, I'm changing my answer now, then. I'm changing my answer now. It's bullshit. Let's be honest. In that time, you probably only lived until you were 34. There was no time to true. really fall in love. Because you were going to die of cholera anyway. Yeah, it's true. Oh, good, point. good point. I mean, this show is so good. You guys, reggae, the Duke, I, he's one of the hottest guys to... Uh. Be he had a good year in a while. I mean, don't even get me started he's, on yeah. Rick. He's happy. Oh. He's having a good time. Oh, okay. Coming up, you guys, are Beyonce and Jay Z planning for a baby in 2021? Plus, want to get healthy but still eat the sweets? Well, celebrity baker Aaron McKenna is here to show us how to get it done. Stick around. 
here's a New Year's resolution you can keep cutting out sugar without depriving yourself of sweets. Joining us for today's 2020 wonderful segment is founder and owner of Aaron McKenna's Bakery, Aaron McKenna. Hi guys. Famous fans of your bakery include the Kardashians, Natalie Portman, Zoe Deschanel, and everything is made without refined sugar, gluten, wheat, soy, dairy, or eggs. So. Seriously, first question, how do we make this taste good without all those things? <laughs> well, uh, it's been about 15 years since I've been doing this. So over the years, I've tinkered away and have been able to achieve a product that tastes normal mm -hmm. and is actually mm -hmm. all of those things, gluten-free, vegan, soy-free. Uh, to this day, I've never done anything entirely sugar-free. So. For Daily Pop today, I wanted to create something super special, and I thought with the new year, a lot of people are giving up sugar, so I just dove in and created something for you guys. I can confirm that it does taste normal. Okay. And it's <laughs> we couldn't help ourselves. I know. So what is this recipe you made just for us? Okay, so um, should we just dive in and I'm gonna make it for you yes. and you guys can watch? Okay, so I start yes. with an unscented coconut oil and I love unscented mm -hmm. coconut oil because not only is it helpful, but it's neutral in flavor and it kind of acts like butter. Um, then we mm -hmm. add a little bit of um, excellent vanilla, some salt, because that sharpens yes. the sweetness. Okay. What is that? That's so crazy. <laughs> and then this new sweetener that I found, um, it's a monk fruit sweetener and it's zero carbs, Ooh. zero sugar, but it bakes out really nice. It gives the nice texture that sugar usually does, the crispness. Um, and then I okay, add oh another sugar-free monk fruit brown sugar that's gonna give it a more caramelized mm. taste and yes. and then um my favorite flour to use at the bakery is um bob's red mill all-purpose gluten-free flour and i love it because it's expensive flour uh, it is so it's expensive it's a, it's a, you like the expensive flour. i only uh -huh, use the most expensive you. ingredients <laughs> okay, so it's it's a garbanzo, it's a garbanzo fava bean flour base. So it's helpful, um, and you're getting your protein with it, but it just adds a lot of airy texture. Um, what else am I doing now? Okay, so now you mix it up, and I'm gonna show mm -hmm. you my secret here. We're gonna add the xanthan gum right now. Do you, do you guys know where it is? Oh, it's like yes. so xanthan gum yeah. is, is this natural. I've never heard of this before. It's a, it's a natural, it's just like a natural ingredient that grows on plants and it, and it gives the baked goods um, sort of that chew that gluten gives. Mm. Um, okay, so let's stir that up and then we're gonna add some unsweetened applesauce. Any brand will this be totally like fine. What do what does applesauce replace? Because I feel like a lot of people who are in the healthy space use applesauce as a replacement. Yes, well, for me, in my baking, the applesauce replaces the eggs, and it also gives almost oh. a, like, a little more moisture to the cookie. And it, um, for yes. my cookies, it's what, you know when cookies have the crisp edge and then the center's a little chewy? Yes! That, 
that's what the applesauce does for my cookies. So it gives it that, really? you know. Okay. That's why I call these slim thicks because they're 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 slim around the sides and they're thick in the middle. Um, but they're also, you know. Oh, I thought you called them slim thick because it's me. Because <laughs> I'm slim oh thick. <laughs> that's the second reason why okay, I didn't so really want to spoil it. Okay. Okay, so then I'm guessing we have the chocolate chips and then, then you add, um, oh yeah, the chocolate chips and we forgot the baking soda, but guess what? You can just dump it in at any time and it's totally fine. Okay, and then we'll mix it up. Baking. Okay, now I just want to try because you got some. some <laughs> so mix it up and here. let me see what. <laughs> this is what mine looks like. Mm, mine looks like that. Too. Let me see. I can't see. Oh, that looks good. You did a good job. No, I think it looks bomb and it smells amazing. Try it. Try the cookie. So good. It tastes just like a normal like chocolate chip cookie, but thank you. I, oh I like God. I don't taste the fact that it's not sugar free and everything else. Yeah. All well, I grew stuff. up this eating all, you know, gluten and sugar and everything, so I know what it should taste like. And I when I was creating the recipes, I was just like, we can't give up when it just looks like a cookie. That's a taste good for people to really want to indulge and come back. Yes. Aaron, Girl, you since you're it. here, can you just tell me what gluten is? Because no one in this last five years of gluten-free diets <laughs> has been able to tell me what gluten is. Okay, so gluten is the protein found in wheat and it's what it gives the your bread the elasticity and that kind of the crumb and the chew. You know, it, it, it's mm -hmm. the reason it's a reason why things kind of stick together. It's like the glue in the bread and it's the glue in the cake. Thank so you. It holds it together. Why yeah. hasn't anyone been able to tell me that? I'm so years. glad I got right, to well, be the one We're going to eat the rest it. of these treats. <laughs> Thank you so much, Erin. You guys can order Erin's baked goods on ErinMcKenna'sBakery.com. They ship nationwide. All right. Yeah. Thank uh -oh. you so much, Erin. I got Aaron. a cookie tester here. <laughs> oh, bye, guys. <laughs> so Man, cute. These cookies. So good. All right, Bye. coming up, you guys, would you give your child the same name as your friend's kid, the celebs who are locked in that heated debate? Next. These are good. The donuts are even better. These are the donuts. Oh, my God. Mmm. Guys, I'm not supposed to be eating healthy. Stupid. <laughs> it is time for Would You Do It? And we are starting with an all-out war over a baby name. Okay, so according to the Sun-Herald, Instagram influencers Sasha Benz and Jessica Hart had a falling out after Jessica named her newborn daughter Baby. The same name as her friend Sasha's little girl. So, gotta ask, would you give your no. child the same name no, 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 as no, no, your no. friend's kid? That's not... That's not the question you should ask. Oh, what's the, the question? The question you should ask is, Morgan, how would you react if your friend gave her baby the same name as your baby? Okay, so I this goes back really far for me. So my best friend growing up, literally we were two weeks apart. I'm the 22nd of May. She's June 7th. Her name is Morgan. Now, I've heard some versions of this story as we were growing up together, and her mom very clearly let me know one day that my mom had taken the name from her. And I, I remember sitting there like, are you nuts? Like, I, she's like, I always said I was going to name my baby Morgan, and then you were born. And I was like, I'm, this is, I'm too young for all of this. It is a, I, I, to this day, I don't know how it happened. I came first. Obviously, I'm on TV, so it worked out. But 
You can't mess with people's names of your children. And that is why it has been so difficult for me because the names that I do like are of people that I know or their kids are named that. And you just, you can't be that bitch. It's not okay. Spelling, it's just, obviously it's hard to avoid, but your inner circle, you, you can't do it. I'd flip okay, I'm going to tell you guys out. something. I literally named my daughter Zoe. And one of my really close friends, and I'm not going to say it out loud because you guys both know her, but she came to me literally the day after Zoe was born and was like, look, congratulations, so happy for you. FYI, my daughter will also be named Zoe. I had planned that way long ago. And just so you know, our daughters are going to have the same name. I'm oh, like, oh, good. Course. You know it, what? Like, it, what can you do? Like, I'm sorry that I had the child first, but if you love the name, name your damn kid the same yeah, name. It's a that's a coincidence. Zoe, Zoe rhymes with Zoe, so it's a, it's, <laughs> it, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it makes total sense. By the way, she was so calm during that whole speech about baby names and da da da. I've seen this woman flip out because somebody bought the same pair of Louboutins as her. Well, and that, not, that like wore the same dress. Well, I just feel it's like it's one shoes. of those things. If you, I just, if somebody has something, I immediately don't want it. I'm just like, no, I need to find something that's more me and different. I just always want to go a little left. So, like, when people are just straight up, like, buying the same shit, I'm like, be more creative. It makes me nuts. Meanwhile, she names her to Kate. Okay, but what? here's the thing. Deciding on a name is so difficult. You and yes. your husband both have to love it. Zoe wasn't named until, like, literally five minutes before we left the hospital. Same with Chase. Like, it was just, it's a very hard decision. So, if you find a name that you truly love, I think you just go with it. My pick is Georgia. Names are stressful. All right. Got it. Uh, up next, you guys, are Beyonce and Jay-Z prepping for baby number four. And will Gwen and Blake walk down the aisle this year? Tarot card reader to the stars, Angie Banneke, is joining us with her bold predictions. Don't go anywhere. 2021 has got to be better than 2020, right? But what does the future hold for our favorite celebrity couples? Tarot card reader to the stars, Angie Banneke, has some surprising predictions. Take a look. We are going to pull some cards. We're going to look at some numbers. And we're also going to use one of my favorite books, The Secret Language of Relationships. I have to tell you, I had a dream about Jay-Z and Beyonce. She was talking about wanting to have another child, but also some of the fear around that. The cards are like, let's just give you a little bit more on this. This first card, this Eight of Cups, is all, to me, this is about a spiritual relationship that continues to grow stronger together. But it shows me more of the uncertainty that I think about with perhaps this baby comes from Jay's side. He wants to focus more on their relationship before they dive into adding another baby into the mix. Blake and Gwen, this is a great one. The relationship is called a twinkle in the eye. It's funny because the cards do agree with it's not necessarily about the marriage. Do you see the wedding and it shows up upside down? Their hearts are in it. But my cards are saying this feels like more work for Blake. I don't know when they're scheduled to get married, but I almost want them to like get through this year or just know that this year is still gonna be not easy. Work on each other. Work on your relationship with each other. I'm not gonna lie, this feels like a, I'm not so sure about this matchup. Let's see what the cards say. Well, first of all, they 
it started off with the money, <laughs> which to me is like going on the show, the six of pentacles. And honestly, the future, I get uncertainty. Like they both are up for the adventure now, but in terms of the future, uh, I'm not so sure about this. I will say they do have the spark. There's no denying that's there. There's chemistry. These cards are like, do not get married when there's this much uncertainty. And there is, I am picking up on uncertainty on both parts. I don't see a marriage anytime in the near future. Ooh, okay, so let's see if we agree. Do you think that Zach and Taysha will get married? Not in 2021, but I think they're actually gonna make it to the aisle. Ooh, Morgan? I, I I have no idea. I'm I'm so not invested in this. I don't I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I I don't think they're gonna make it to the aisle, but I agree with with Angie. I think they have the spark, and I think that there's a real relationship happening. I just don't see that actually getting past the honeymoon phase. <laughs> what about Gwen and Blake? They'll get married eventually. Whenever everything, I all, wanna... the, all the dust settles of of the whole like what is it annulment situation she wants from the church yeah oh i think we're gonna be waiting a while really i agree mm -hmm. i don't see i don't know what and i don't know why i don't like love this couple more i just don't i love them individually together i just like it does not it doesn't spark my itch i don't like i don't care that much but i don't think they're gonna get married yeah. i think they're just gonna be together yeah same same yeah i'll get married They'll get married. Mm -mm. I think so. All right. Up next, you guys, Kourtney Kardashian looking all kinds of good in this sheer corset. But how much did she pay for it? Play along with us mm. in a game of budget friendly or budget buster. Morgan's favorite. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are back with a little who more better. All right. Uh, Justin, I think we have a little something. What? Who wore better? Oh. <laughs> you or Matt James? By the way, we kind of look like we could be related, don't we? You do kind of mm -hmm. look like you could be related. He's so fine. Justin, I'm going to give it to you. I Thank like the you. color around Thank your you, sweater better. Thank you, Tom. All right, let's do a little budget buster or budget friendly. Okay, first up, we have Kourtney Kardashian in a sheer corset. Who, what do you think? Is this budget buster or budget friendly? Budget Buster. Buster. I'm going friendly. $1,300. I, I agree. Oh, I think it's whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I was way off. Okay, my bad. By the way, you're not uh, taking a photo in your closet and posting that picture if it was from H&M. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> it's also corsets can't, corsets read cheap quickly and that didn't read cheap. And that's that means yes. it's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Good job, guys. Okay, next we have Bachelorette Tasha Adams. She has a bralette top. Like we said, corsets can reach friendly. you pretty quickly. I'm going to go with budget friendly. <laughs> I am as well. I am as well. Friendly. $50. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Boo-hoo. All right. Olivia Culpo also rocked a cute little white top. Oh, this, I know this is from her line. Um, so I think that's friendly because her line is not expensive. Right, because aren't Let's some of the see. pieces like that's 100. a really cute top, though. Yeah, it is cute. Well, she's stunning. Oh, that's friendly. Yep. There you go. She came here. And that, that was a, not a good call, you guys, because I interviewed her that day. <laughs> we talked about that clothes, that shirt. Okay, <laughs> our favorite bad girl, Rihanna, rocked this oversized coat to dinner. With Rihanna, it's got to be Buster. Buster, right? It is fifty-five hundred dollars. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah. Okay, we got that one right. Selena Gomez kept it cozy in Instagram in a yellow sweatshirt suit. Friendly. Friendly. Super friendly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like that house, color so. that's off a little, you know. Oh, see? Cute. Okay. <laughs> Dua Lipa wowed in a cute beach-themed dress at the AMAs earlier this year. Oh, Buster. That's a Versace. Buster. That's a Buster. Versace. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. $11,000. And by the way, for $11,000, I don't think it really did her any favors. Like, I was not living for the silhouette. Wow. Okay. I agree. Hopefully that was it's also, it's just because okay. of the details on it, but yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, you guys, we are talking to a relationship expert about how to make over your love life for Definitely. 2021. You don't want to miss it. Check out Nightly Pop tonight at 1130 and join us weekday at 11 a.m. for Daily Pop right here on E! Set your DVR so you don't miss us. Have a good day, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Get a drink. <laughs> Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.